0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of the Carlton Cricket Chat podcast. Today we have Addy Campion with us. Addy is the captain of the Carlton Brunswick Strikers. Uh, for some of you that aren't aware, uh, three years ago, Carlton and Brunswick Ladies team uh, joined; uh, they merged to become the Carlton Brunswick Strikers. Uh, So, they have since been um, playing at both Brunswick and Princess Park, training at both Brunswick and Princess Park um, as an ongoing, and then they've moved up through the Premier Ranks. So, um, today, as I I mentioned, we've got Addy. Welcome, Addy.
1: Pleasure
0: to be here. Now, funny little story here for the listeners. Uh, This is actually not the first time Addy's been (laughs) on the podcast, we uh we recorded the last this this episode but had some technical difficulties, so she's the first second time guest. Is <laughs> that is that special?
1: Yeah, it was that bad. You had to go two rounds. That's no, <laughs> no, not at all.
0: No, look, a couple of technical difficulties and um, but we're we're ready to go today. So, um, Addie, that's short for Adelaide. For those that haven't met you before, I'm guessing.
1: Yep, that's correct.
0: Correct. Um, so. Look, you've obviously had a bit of experience on the podcast now, but um, for those that that haven't uh, listened into the podcast, what what we generally like to do is get a bit of a a background on our guests, um, find out a little bit about them and and where they've come from and and some of their goals, and um, just so that the listeners can get a bit of a background for the the Carlton Brunswick Strikers as well and and hopefully um, can support you guys as much as they support the... Uh, the men's side too. So, um, let's get into a bit about yourself. Um, now we have a connection in common in terms of, uh, the same high school we went to. That's correct, Daddy. Yeah. I have grammar. Excellent. Uh, you, did you go there in year seven? Is that right? Or when did you go? Yeah, to Yeah.
1: So I started in year seven till 11.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Um, and What what were some of the reasons why you chose Ivanhoe as a school?
1: Um, Yeah, well, I had a couple of mates going there, which always helps. But it was mainly because of the opportunities that they offered. Um, In terms of their facilities, they're second to none, and um, the teachers, the coaches there that they provided, obviously are really sports huge part of my life. So, um, making sure that they had uh, strong coaches um, and teachers that we we'd heard of before um, my mum knew one of them so that was really helpful um, and just had a really good vibe about the school so yeah it was it was a fantastic choice in the end
0: I'll agree look I think um, the the facilities when I was there look they might be second to to Carlton to Princess Park <laughs> but other than that they are second to none um, and yeah look definitely a lot of opportunities but it was an interesting setup because Um, when I was going through, it was, um, completely boys school. And then the year below me, they, they were introducing some females. So there probably wasn't, how many, would there have been many females in your year level?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think we were maybe the sixth year that they started bringing females into the school. And I think probably a quarter or a third of our year level would have been, um, women. And that was a big change, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, obviously, not having as many of the, the females, how did it go in terms of opportunities for sport? You mentioned a lot about the facilities, but in terms of, and sport was a big part of your life, were you sort of, were you pushed into certain things? Were you, How did you participate in some of the different sports there?
1: Yeah, so I was really lucky. I started off playing um, cricket with the boys from, I think, about year seven to year nine. So I did all the same training, played on Saturdays with them for anyone who didn't know they have um, compulsory Saturday sport. Um, So I played cricket. And then um, Neil Buzzard, who I'm sure a few people have had as a coach, um, he pushed me into a bit of softball while he also helped out with my my cricket. Um, So I captained the first softball side um, for Ivan, her grandma, and played a lot of basketball. Um, And throughout that, I got different opportunities to go to America um, with basketball and softball, and so that was pretty special yeah. to have those opportunities.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, someone that many of the podcast listeners probably know, Neil Buzzard. He's the, the head of sport, is that right?
1: Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong.
0: Um, and you, you mentioned he was someone that sort of showed a lot of interest in, in trying to get the girls' sport really um, progressing. Um, you did. You also mentioned some of the things that he was able to to get you out of what what was yeah. he what was he able to do
1: yeah well <laughs> he was that fantastic and that good with his words he was able to convince a few of the teachers into letting me skip a couple of classes and go to the nets with him for an hour or so and have a hit
0: old silver tongue neil fox <laughs> just <laughs> neil buzzard sorry managed to uh to get you out of class how did the teachers yeah. uh respond to that
1: yeah um not not the greatest i definitely um probably showed him my science results um (laughs) but no I wouldn't change
0: it for the world there you go no he's a he's a he's a good man very passionate Neil Buzzard so doesn't surprise me uh so you really felt like you had a lot of good opportunities um and you had your Saturday sport did that did that impact on you playing much of your club sport because I'm guessing had you started cricket prior to high school
1: yeah so I started I think when I was 11 um at brunswick cricket club um and i played with the boys and uh, we were mainly able to move around that earlier on but then it worked out really well because women's games were on sundays yeah we'll have to play saturdays and then sundays as well
0: yeah oh good so it sort of worked out um really good in terms of being able to balance everything and i'm sure you parents were loving driving you around to every sport Saturday and Sunday. Yeah,
1: they were definitely um, more on the basketball bandwagon considering it was two hours rather than eight hours of the day.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And now you're also um, participating in quite a lot of indoor cricket yourself. When did indoor cricket start to um, come into the picture for you?
1: Yeah, so I think I've been playing indoor cricket for about eight years now. Yep. Um, Yeah, so it would have been maybe, what, 16, 15, 16 at the time.
0: Yep. And was there a reason you started playing indoor cricket? Was it, because when do do you play the indoor stuff? Is that during the summer, during the winter? Yeah,
1: so it works really well. We get to play in the the winter. Um, So for anyone who loves cricket, you get to play cricket all year round and had a few mates that had already played um, and they spoke really highly of the camaraderie and the culture within indoor cricket and that's, one of the reasons I think cricket is so great as a sport. So going down to a few of those sessions and just realising what a great bunch of people they are and the intensity of the sport, Um, and it was probably the best thing I ever did for my outdoor cricket in terms of my skills as well. Oh,
0: beautiful. Yeah, because I noticed um, your... Would you say you're a batsman bowler, bowler batsman, where would you... Because you took a few wickets last year, didn't you? Did you get a 5 Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I decided to be an all-rounder. I wasn't good enough at any category, so decided to do a little bit of everything.
0: Well, um, you, you seem like you can do a little bit of everything pretty well. So, did you find indoor cricket has helped your all-round game?
1: Yeah, definitely. So... Every player in indoor cricket has to bat, ball, and field. So, yep. um, And fielding is an essential part to the game. So your fielding skills go up a next level. Um, everyone has to bat. And when you go out, you're not going out onto the sideline. You still have to stay there and bat your four overs out. And so um, you have to mentally deal with a lot more, which um, I think is essential in cricket because it's the most mind-challenging game.
0: Yes. I can vouch for that. I think every, <laughs> yeah. I think every listener, if you're listening to this, you know that cricket is a hell of a game when it when it comes to the to the mindset stuff. And so, you sort of you're about to head off on a on a trip for indoor cricket. Is that right?
1: Yeah. On Monday, I leave to New Zealand.
0: Beautiful. And so, which team is that with?
1: Um, I'm lucky enough to play for Australia, and we're. Um, Playing in the Trans Tasman series against New Zealand, so a five-game series.
0: Ah, so is is this televised? Will I be able to let the listeners know that you'll be on SBS <laughs> or or KO? Is um, that the Foxtel one?
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, it'll be live streamed, but I'm not too sure um, whereabouts it will be. But ah. it, it'll be up there somewhere, I'm sure.
0: Okay, well we might try and uh, put the put the link up so that if any of the the listeners are, are interested in yeah. in watching the team that are. Uh, They'll be able to do that, but that's. Have you been live streamed before?
1: Yeah, we've um, been lucky to have a fair few games of it um, live streamed um, with some of our tournaments. Um,
0: do you do you have to sign off that you and, and leave your phones outside of the rooms? Is that did you have any of that sort of stuff?
1: No, not really. Um, in Dubai, we played our World Cup in Dubai a couple of years ago, and that was a bit of a different setup because that was more security wise. You didn't bring your phones in and. Um, everything there was a secluded area for um certain people to be going in and I'd never been a part of that sort of environment before
0: yeah because I remember in in Adelaide when we went over there that was that was my first experience we had the anti-bribery person come in and talk to us and we weren't allowed to have our phones in the in the playing area during games because it was going to be live streamed and there's the opportunity for betting and all that sort yeah, of stuff, okay. and um, yeah, we had some lanyards that only certain people were allowed in the in the rooms, and yeah, that was that was crazy to yeah. think. Like,
1: did you smuggle in any any sneaky
0: No, no, or? no contraband. No, we were we were straight down the line, <laughs> so we were very good. Good to hear. Yeah, none none of that sort of stuff. Um, okay, so it sounds like you've gone over a, to a few different things. Is this your first Australian tournament, or have you been? progressing through that for a while now?
1: Um, yeah, I've played for Australia for a few years. This is just my second year playing for the Opens Australian um, side, so quite nerve-wracking, to be honest. Yep. Um, but, yeah, in the previous years, I've played in the under-21 Australian team.
0: Ah, beautiful. Yeah, that's really good. So um, how do you find the games match up in terms of, the, I guess, the intensity or the mindset of indoor cricket versus outdoor cricket, what do you find the biggest differences are?
1: Yeah, um, good question. Um, Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> No, getting me thinking. Um, the intensity is like no other sport I've ever been a part of, being lucky enough to play a fair few sports. And um, once you step on that field, it's next level. Everyone's in your face. you w- even walking into an indoor cricket centre with games going at a high level. There's yelling, screaming, and you're two metres away from someone. So it's um, a totally different different game in terms of that um,
0: Is there as much sledging in indoor as there is in outdoor?
1: Uh, more so I'd More say. so? Yeah
0: ah, Yeah that's probably that where you're... I get it from <laughs> I was going to say is that because you're always in such close proximity to the people that it's all you're always in their faces
1: Yeah and it just feels a lot more heated because it's such a quick high intensity game um, that you've got 16 overs out there and there's something happening every ball. So it, every three balls, the score has to change. So there's a lot more wickets, run-outs, um, more runs to be scored. And so there's always something going on.
0: There you go. So do you get many people reported? Is there any mentions at the end of the games? Do the umpires have to ever cool anything down?
1: Um, not not too bad. The women are, have been pretty good, but I'm sure that there's still a few little things that... Um, slip past but okay. I've seen a fair few men's games where the, they get fairly heated with a few really? few reports but okay won't list any names
0: <laughs> no that's good no none of that on the podcast we, we're very straight down the line here um, okay that's really interesting so sounds like you've had a lot of um, success in the indoor side of things so I guess if we take a couple of steps back and we go back to the outdoor side of stuff. So you mentioned you started playing at Brunswick when you were um, quite young, a fair bit more with the boys and then progressed through and started playing with the women's side. Um, And I just know from my understanding, the Brunswick side almost folded slash moved. So tell me a little bit about the history of I guess your time pretty much at Brunswick is probably where it all would have changed. Is, is that right?
1: Yeah, so I started off in the juniors in the men's side, um, played then played at Box Hill in the women's for one or two years um, and then came over to Brunswick Park at the time. Um, we were training at the same, same place. It just seemed the right move and everyone was really welcoming there. Um, so then we had Brunswick Park for a few years while I was there um, and then there was talk of um, merging with Paran. Um, yep. And so uh, majority of the the squad uh, moved over to Paran, um, but there were still some people who wanted to stay with Brunswick. Um, I personally have very strong ties with Brunswick, love the club. Um, and so then Brunswick formed their own women's side. So that's how the Brunswick women's side started. Um, and then a few years later after that, we joined with Carlton. So now we're Carlton Brunswick.
0: Excellent. And so because the female side went to Paran and you started up the Brunswick cricket side, um, what did that mean? Because did they... Paran has always been in the Premier Ones, is that right? Since...
1: Since they started. Since they started,
0: yep. So what did that mean for the Brunswick? So when... When you started the Brunswick Cricket Club up, where what what grades did you guys start in? What did you?
1: Yeah, so we started at community cricket level where we were struggling to field a team. Okay. Um, the first year, I'm pretty sure they were struggling, uh, getting about seven or eight players to a game, which is pretty crazy thinking about where we are now. Um, <laughs> and then from I think it was two years of community cricket, two or three, um, winning. I think in the last two years, um, the community level, and then moving up to Premier Twos, yep. um, where we were in the grand finals for both those two years. I think we won two grand finals and lost two, um, yep. and then last year moving up to Premier Ones. Oh,
0: beautiful. So it's been a nice steep rise through the grades. Yeah. And considering you were <laughs> you were struggling to get eight or nine players, that's a yeah. That's a really good effort to um, to progress so quickly. Um, have you had a very similar group since then That's sort of progressed through That's that's come from that sort of early time Or has there been a, been a bit of change over through the time?
1: Yeah well there's still from that eight I would say I think that there'd probably be four or five of them Still yep. still here So that's pretty awesome um, And especially with some of the younger girls Anyone who knows our club we're full of youth And so keeping those um, juniors coming up with us Has been pretty great um, but, yeah, starting so small, it's sort of... Yeah. We did lose a couple, but, yeah, yeah, that's bound to happen. Yeah,
0: no, but it's good to see that there there is still a few of those key people that have come through and yeah. sort of really watched the, um, the side rise up through the ranks. Um, and so you mentioned three years ago you, the Brunswick, joined with Carlton, became the Carlton Brunswick. Uh, what's it been like since then, Um, sort of training at two venues, being able to play at Princess Park and Brunswick. How's that been?
1: Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, Carlton have been fantastic and let us uh, train there on Wednesday nights and use the turf nets, which um, most clubs don't have the privilege um, to experience that. And then on Thursday nights, we're at Gillen um, with the Brunswick men Um, So they're two very different facilities. Um, More Brunswick has the historic side. Like I've played there since I was a kid, having a big grandstand. And um, I always love playing there, even if the ball may be rolling here and there. (laughs) Um, And then going to Princess Park where it is the best deck to bat on, I believe.
0: Yep. So it's yeah. been. I'll awesome second having, that. I, yeah. I quite like it at Carlton. It's generally, <laughs> yeah. pretty, generally pretty flat there. Yeah. No, it's
1: been fantastic having so much support from um, yeah. both men's sides.
0: Oh, excellent. No, look, I think it's um, it's probably nice to still get that balance of the of the both. But um, yeah, I think being able to play your games at Princess Park, uh, you know, you mentioned there sometimes it's a bit up and down at, at Brunswick. I think having that consistency is going to help uh, the team. You know, progress through as well, which is which is really good. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that you guys have had a fair bit of success over the last little time, and you've been promoted up to the Premier Ones. Um, how's the the change in standard been, and trying to adapt to that?
1: Yeah. So it was it was pretty tough coming into Premier Ones last year. I tried to work out the percentage of games we'd won prior to that, and it was up in the ninety percent. 90, 95% prior to going to Premier 1. So yep. trying to bring everyone's um, expectations down a little bit because that definitely wasn't going to happen going straight well, into Premier 1. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But uh, look, coming up against some of the, the greats of the game, um, it's a completely different ball game. Um, and really adjusting to the pace of the game, um, and one of the biggest things is the consistency of teams. You don't yep. get away with much yeah. in Premier Ones.
0: Mm. Yeah, I can I can imagine that. I, it tends to be that as you go through the through the levels, the your ability to bowl a bad ball increases and the likelihood of you bowling a good ball or playing a good shot just becomes harder and harder yeah. so um, that consistency and you probably don't get as many drop catches yeah. and
1: bad balls are punished yep. and, yeah
0: It's yeah it's a
1: different game
0: yeah i can imagine that um and so you mentioned some of the success you've had what have been um you know some of your f- favorite moments from your uh, Brunswick or Carlton Brunswick Cricket Club career so far yeah
1: um that's a tough, tough one. I think last year um, sounds a little bit silly, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> nothing silly on the podcast, Addy, nothing silly. <laughs> I,
1: I think it was our second game into the season, into the Premier 1s, and we still weren't really sure what to expect. Our first game we had um, Dandenong and um, we actually um, beat them by a fair margin. So we weren't too sure what to think going to second game against Peran, where we were going to be coming up against some of the um, much bigger players. Yep. And I think it was just Duffin ended up making one hundred and fifty, two hundred odd against us in next to no time.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so that was that was really tough in the field, um, facing that, but by the end of the innings we'd bowled them all out, uh, and it was mainly our juniors who'd taken all the wickets and majority of the catches, a few specky catches. Yep. And just looking around on the field and realising that no one had given up and working out, yeah, like we just went for a a fairly hard time out here, but we're totally up to this challenge. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty special moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you probably would have, especially some of the young younger players, would have taken a lot of confidence out of that. Yeah. That they were the ones that were able to to do it themselves. It wasn't sort of left to someone else.
1: Yeah, and from um, get-go starting up a new club, we sort of get to um, build it from scratch. And the biggest thing that we've always emphasised is the culture around the club um, and just seeing that culture inbuilt in that game and everyone
0: getting around to each other was awesome beautiful excellent um and so far you've you know would you say you're about halfway through pre-season yeah so far um so what have how's your pre-season schedule been looking like do you guys have any practice matches coming up
1: yeah, I think we've got two practice matches lined up. I yep. could be wrong. I'm away. I'm putting you on the so, spot here. <laughs> yeah, I'm away for the next couple of weeks. So okay. um, to be honest, I'm not all over it as yep. I should be.
0: Yep. Um, Will you be back for round one?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Wouldn't miss that.
0: Okay, beautiful. Um, and this year you have a new coach that's just started, Adrian Harris. Um, what's it been like to, to have a new coach so far this year and how's he settled in?
1: Yeah, um, Harry's been awesome, um, from get go, he's, um, been fantastic and he's already making great changes around the club, which is really tough to come in as a new coach and, Mm -hmm. um, have such an impact early on. So Harry's been great to have on board as well as Carl also doing a fantastic job leading up to Harry taking over.
0: Yep. Yep. Good. Good. Um, well, good luck to, to Harry. All the best mate. I hope you go really well this year. Um and you've obviously mentioned you've got quite a few young players. Um, who are you really looking forward to seeing performing well this year for the for the club?
1: Yeah, um, we've got a few young guns definitely to keep note of. Um, Kat, Jominy, Eve Sheehan, and Talia Mears are all superstars that are up and coming. Yep. Um, and even in. Uh, we've got Caitlin Pike who's a young keeper To definitely keep an eye out on I love watching her bat And she loves to give a little bit of lip behind the stump She won't admit to it But okay. I'm all I think, for
0: it I think any good keeper needs to, needs to be able to say a few things Here and there <laughs> yeah. so, As long as it's all appropriate But uh, you've got to keep the, the game light hearted And a yeah. bit of fun and, No that's good, they've got to stay in the game yeah. Excellent, um, and I I noticed I was having a look at the uh, the clearances sheet the other day. You know, on my daily perusal of the Premier Cricket Rep website, and I noticed um, Amy Jennings has come across from Box Hill. Um, what sort of role do you think she's going to play for the team?
1: Yeah, Amy is fantastic. She's one of my good mates as well.
0: Okay.
1: Um, she isn't just a fantastic player. She's an aggressive batter. Yep. really good hands behind the stumps, yep. um, but she brings such a good head to the team. Um, she's a mature player who is all about the culture and will get around to the juniors. She One of the first things she said when I had a meeting with her prior to um, coming over, um, she said, is there coaching positions available? I don't want to be paid or anything. I just want to be able to give back to the club. So. Yep. That's fantastic, having a player come over and offer that straight away.
0: That's music to your ears as a (laughs) a captain, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, and she's – yeah, I'm really excited to work alongside her.
0: Beautiful. Well, look, all the best to not just Amy but all the other um, girls that you've mentioned before and the rest of the site. And for yourself, I was interested for some of the listeners out there, what sort of uh, nicknames do you get around the club? Because I was thinking – you know, would be for you, but you, you said you don't get Crowey. No, no Adelaide Crows, no? <laughs>
1: yeah, no one has started it yet. I'm well, still I'm putting sorted. it out there, it
0: is starting now. <laughs> Crowey, that's it, that's done. I
1: probably won't respond to it, but who knows, <laughs> who knows. Um, I don't get too many nicknames, um, but more on indoor side, I used to get a bit of Churches. Yep. Um, Adelaide being the City, city of, of churches. churches.
0: Yes, yes. I yeah. don't mind that one. Yeah. Yep. That'll crowy we'll, we'll we'll cop that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I get Adelaide a fair bit. I think people think that it annoys me, but I don't really mind it too much. It is my name. So if you want to call me Adelaide, go for it.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, I'll stick to crowy then by the yeah. sounds of it. <laughs> um, And at the club, you know... You've only been in the Premier Ones for a little while. Are there any sides that you guys have any sort of... That you really like, you enjoy playing, have a bit of a rivalry with?
1: Yeah. um, I personally love playing against Ringwood. It's always a good match. Um, They also came up with us from the twos to the ones. So we've sort of been in a similar um, category. And I think last year they beat us a couple of times and we beat them a couple of times, so... Okay. It's good to have that, and I've got a fair few mates over there that I'd love to have a bit of a chat to as well. Um, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm I'm, sensing chat means sledge, just for, for those listening <laughs> no, at no, home that didn't quite pick that one up. No, but it's words of like encouragement. sounds like we've got a feisty character on the field here, <laughs> so I think we better get down to a few games to see, just see the fireworks.
1: <laughs> no, words of encouragement always. Um, okay. And I also really enjoy playing um, Paran. They're a top-notch side
0: Yeah. Um, but they probably would have had... Do they still have some of the Brunswick players that were around when you first started?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's always good to... I don't. Know, they, may, they may not see it like this at all, but there's a slight little bit of rivalry. Obviously, they're, they've got some extremely talented players and we've got a lot of work to do. But, yep. no, I enjoy playing against them and they've got some great junior talent as well to come up against.
0: Excellent. Um, and the other thing I was going to ask now, the structure of the season... Do you guys... Is it just one day? as in T20s? Is that, are they a separate competition? How does your season work?
1: Yeah, so it's a separate competition for the one-dayers and the 2020s.
0: Okay, okay. And um, how have you guys gone... So, last year it was your first year. Was Were you always in the T20 first division? Or did you... When you stepped up to the one-day stuff, do you step up to the T20 stuff as well?
1: Um, yeah, so last year was our first year in the Premier 1s for yep. it. Um, and yeah, so then the year before we were in In the...
0: the Premier twos for both the T20 and the one. Yeah, there was two
1: other clubs that played in the ones, but that's changed now. Now it's purely just Premier ones, Premier twos.
0: Okay. And so last year, how did you guys progress through the year? What were some of the the results? How did you find the season?
1: Yeah, so we ended up managing to get a win against every side in the competition. Um, We finished, it was fifth or six in the no, maybe maybe six we'll, we'll go fifth we'll go fifth for the listeners out could there be seven who knows <laughs> in the in the one days we started really strong and then unfortunately dropped off a little bit towards the end yep. but the really exciting part was that we came third in the um 2020s but unfortunately it was only a grand final playoff so we didn't get a, the chance to
0: yes um to play off and, and try and win that semi. Yeah, yeah. you yeah.
1: never know what happens in finals.
0: You never do. You never do, which is very true. Okay, well, well done. That's a that's a really good start. You know, in in, in my opinion, and I, I think a lot of people would say that as well. That that's a that's a really great way to start in the premier ones. Um, and one question I like to ask everyone: um, if you could play against one cricketer, dead or alive, male or female, who would you? love to play with, against, bowl against, bat against, who would it be? Yeah, I
1: really should have thought about this since I <laughs> You've already <didn't> answered <laughs> it once. That's true. Um, yep, yep. I think I'm still probably going to keep it the same. Okay. Um, I really enjoy watching uh, Jimmy Paterson play. I yep. like the way he goes about his cricket. I love the energy that he brings and the passion that he has as a cricketer. Yep. And he's also a great bowler. Yep. Um and so I'd like to be able to play with him. Yep. And just be able to sit in slips and listen to him and yep. um
0: how would you go if one came off the edge when you're in slips oh, off him?
1: I'd be running. I'd be, <laughs> yeah, I'd be running. <laughs> Let's hope we've got a good keeper in place. <laughs> yep. I'd hide behind them. Yep. Um and play against, I'd probably just admire Steve Smith. He's yep. absolutely exceptional and
0: He just made a double hundred last night, so
1: Yeah. He's, He's ridiculous. He's
0: unbelievable. I was he looking is. up
1: um player averages today and it's just ridiculous where he is.
0: Yeah, what I what I find crazy is that like, yeah, he's just just continues to dominate. Continues yep. to dominate. And they're making the comparisons with Don Bradman, but he's he's effectively the second best cricketer of all time and he's still thirty runs behind. Don Bradman's yeah. average. Like, we talk about how phenomenal he is and, like, no one can get him out. Yeah. Don Bradman still averages another 30 above him. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, look, I think they're really good ones. Uh, you know, I agree with you, James Pattinson, um, superstar, love love, love the energy he brings. He's a very competitive character. Yeah. Very competitive. You so. would have
1: played against him
0: a bit? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have played against him once. At Carlton, So that was that was a good game.
1: Good fun.
0: Yeah, it was very good fun. He, uh, I'll tell you a story, actually. This is quite a funny one. <laughs> so he was coming back from injury and he had... Um, we didn't know this at the time, but he only had... I think he was allowed to bowl like 10 overs. So Cricket Victoria had said, you're only allowed to bowl 10 overs. And he opened the bowling and he didn't bowl that. He bowled quick, but I think the wicket was a bit tacky and he couldn't really land. And he came back on for his second spell and, um, he rapid, and he started bowling rapid and it was flying past Tom Smythe's head. And um, last ball of his fourth over, Nick's Tom out and i have to go in next. And I'm like, there is no way I want to face this. Not first <laughs> ball. What is happening? So it was the end of his over and I go out there and face up and um, the next bowler bowls are over and I'm like, oh, God, James Pattinson's coming back on. Please don't bowl. And then he was off. And because he had bowling restrictions, oh, he wasn't. So he didn't. Have, he wasn't able to bowl for the next forty overs. Jeez. So it was great. It was probably the best thing that ever happened to me on a cricket <laughs> yeah. field because I did not want to face him. So did you
1: go buy a tom and drink and say thanks for just getting through me that. Up, yeah, yeah, just getting through that four overs.
0: I probably owe him one actually. So that was quite funny. Um, but look, that that brings us to a to a close. Um, I really appreciate the time um, coming and uh, having a chat, and hopefully the. cricket club have a bit more of an understanding of the the Carlton Brunswick strikers and um, all the best for the year and um, I hope that you guys uh, have some great success. So thanks again and uh, we'll look forward to seeing how the rest of the year progresses.
1: Thank you, wishing you all the best.